Have you heard about the guys over at Chinook Seedery? They are the only sunflower seed company that has taken the time to connect with college athletes and trying to help them build their brand. They have eight flavors from mild to wild with way less salt and no sandpaper tone. So check them out today over at ChinookSeedery.com. Do you like supporting your favorite athletes through NIL? Well, the Athletic Collection gives you an opportunity to do that. They have posters and merchandise of your favorite athletes from your favorite schools. Right here in my podcast room, I got LSU, Wake Forest, Tennessee, Arkansas, we got baseball, we got gymnastics, they got it all. So check out the Athletic Collection online today. Welcome in to another episode of The Hot Corner. Got my co-host, AJ. How we doing today? Doing well. I mean, it's the week of college baseball season finally and i think i'm as excited as i can be but i think our two guests here max and curtis they're probably more excited than i am boys how we doing doing good how are you doing yeah, well. great. yeah i know the super Bowl's over it's time for baseball season football is all wrapped up baseball season starts next weekend it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun ride last year certainly was and there's gonna be a a ton more fun this year you know, Curtis, let me start with you, man. I know we talk about, I just mentioned last season, how much fun that was. You know, uh, what was that experience like getting, you know, making it to Omaha and, and you guys, uh, you know, uh, getting some wins there, but, you know, maybe not quite reaching where you wanted to be, but how was that experience? Yeah, so like what I was saying, basically, uh, last year, you know, it was very, we had a lot of ups and downs in the season, especially midway through the year. We were, we just got swept by West Virginia and uh, we had a you know, decision making that year. And we ended up going back on that Tuesday. We played Texas State and played really well. And then from there, we, you know, we were, I think we were 23 and 20 at one point in the year. And, you know, we ended up, you know, went on a really good roll and we made it to Omaha. Uh, I think the biggest thing, though, uh, it was definitely a really cool experience. But the ultimate goal now is winning that championship. You know, it's cool to go there, but um, it's all about, you know, winning one this year. And it was definitely a good experience. Yeah, Max, you, you know, come into West Virginia as a freshman. Walk us through a little bit of your recruiting process to get there and then kind of your experience getting thrown into the Big 12 as a freshman, you know, very offensive conference. you coming in as a pitcher. Numbers aren't expected to look great, yet you handled yourself pretty well. Yeah, um, recruiting was uh, obviously different for me. I was in high school during COVID. So when that all was going down, that's when I was trying to get recruited. Um, luckily, was able to get picked up through uh, PDR in uh, upstate New York. Um, coming to West Virginia for me was definitely eye-opening just because I've never seen competition and my teammates being so good and facilities and everything about it was just completely different from whatever I, I've ever had, you know. So um, coming in our fall was, you know, very baseball, baseball always. And for me, getting a, getting a taste of just the competition so early and, the whole fall throwing against some of the best hitters that I've ever seen really helped me get ready for the season and into the big 12. Yeah. Curtis, you know, you guys, uh, you guys lost a lot off of last year's team. You know, you think about obviously Braden Taylor's first one that comes to mind, but you know, Cole Fontenelle, uh, Elijah Nunez, Austin Davis, all, you know, Trey Richardson, all, all these guys that were huge pieces of your run to Omaha last year. You know, how have you guys been able to kind of replace not just their talent, but the leadership? Yeah, no, that's uh, definitely a huge thing. You know, losing all those guys, you know, huge contributors, especially guys like BT, Trey, Elijah, awesome players, phenomenal human beings and leaders. Um, but no, I mean, 
you know, name of the game now, it's all about the transfer portal and, you know, getting in guys and different recruiting classes, stuff like that, and reloading talent. So I think, you know, picked up a bunch of guys out of the portal this year and, um, you know, definitely lots of leadership, especially we got a second baseman from Ole Miss, his Peyton Chatnier, won a national t- a title a couple years ago. And, you know, getting guys like that in the door really helps and in terms of leadership and just guys that know exactly, like, what it looks like for, like, a winning team and especially the culture of it. Yeah, Max, it seems like you know the national attention West Virginia gets is centered purely around J.J. Weatherholt, and then everyone else just kind of forgets that there's a rest of a baseball team there. Um, do you let that, like, as a team, like, yes, J.J. deserves all the national recognition he gets, but do you kind of take it as, you know, internal disrespect of, oh, yeah, J.J.'s great, but they have us picked, like, seventh or eighth to, in the conference? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I feel like – it's JJ, you know, you gotta, you gotta respect the fact that he's just, you know, one of a kind player. So for like the team, you know, we get recognized around him. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, we were blessed to have such a talented guy on our side of the field, you know, thankfully that, you know, we just do our own thing and we win, we win together. You know, it's not a, a one man game. You know, everybody's got to do something to contribute to help us win. So we don't really take the the preseason rankings and all those things to heart. You know, we use that as fuel for the season. Yeah, Max, you know, you, you had a really solid year last year. Uh, you know, what have you done in this offseason to really uh, push your development, you know, to the next level? Um, one big thing that I started doing a lot more this year is uh, mobility. I, uh, I got a little thing going I do after practice every day to help with me, you know, mental state, physical, trying to be on top of everything. It's really, it really shows that it can help with everything when you're on top of it. So mobility for me would be huge. And just uh, being a sophomore, like knowing how the fall goes now and understanding like inner squads and what they do to affect you in the workouts and how, how much you need those, knowing all of that now as a sophomore is definitely going to help me for the season. Curtis, when there was the coaching change from obviously Jim Schlossnagel leaves to go to AM, Kirk Sarlos comes in, it seemed like there was kind of a question of is Sarlos going to be able to maintain the standard? And then not only does he maintain that, he helped y'all get to Omaha last year. What is he like as a coach and what is he like behind the scenes? He's literally one of the best human beings ever met. You know, players coach, he's the guy that you'd run through a wall, you know, one run through a wall. For the guy, he's literally, he's everything that, you know, that he's you know, talked about. Just in terms of just how he is as a leader and just with, you know, my teammates and stuff, you know, he's, he's an unbelievable guy, unbelievable coach, really knows the game, um, never has a bad day. You know, he's, he's the guy you want to play for. And I think, you know, one of the best things that ever happened was for him to get the, the head coaching job. And it's just been awesome just having him. Yeah, Curtis, a minute ago you mentioned how you know the how big the transfers you know have been for you guys. You know, I think one of the biggest names that you guys got, you know, in the transfer portal, you know, Peyton Toll from Wichita State. You know, yeah. what what have you seen from him? Is you know, is he uh, as advertised? Yeah, I mean, the guy can hit balls, you know, on the street, and he also throws, you know, 93, 95. So I mean, you know, it's incredible. You get a guy like that, two way player. Um, you know, he's also as another guy is incredible human being. Um, and his talent, yeah, he's a hell of a ball player. Um, it's crazy, you know, when he walked in, you know, he's about 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, so, he, you know, he looks like Gronk, um, you know, big presence, and, uh, yeah, really, really good ball player. You know, lucky to have him on our team. 
Yeah, this one's for both of y'all, but I'll let I'll let Curtis go first since he has a little bit more experience with the Big 12. But it is such a competitive conference that seems like coming down the stretch, those last three series, you could finish first, you could finish eighth. Uh, yeah. wh- what is it about the Big 12 that just week in, week out, not only are y'all beating each other, but it's competitive, you know, just game series the entire way through. There's really yeah. no easy series. Yeah, no, that's that's so true. You know, we get to conference play and it's, you know, the teams, there's no let-ups. There's no easy games. Everyone, there's all really, really good players in this conference, um, you know, especially in terms of the pitching staff and, you know, a lot of power in this conference. And, you know, it's, yeah, with my time here, it's been crazy. Guys like, you know, teams like Texas Tech going out to Lubbock, going playing there, you know, really, really tough to beat them there. Um, you know, of course, UT, another really good one, you know, OSU. And we know West Virginia, of course, and you know just every every weekend it's it's a it's a knife fight. So it's it's a really really good conference, really strong. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Curtis completely on that. You know, for me, being a freshman last year, going into my first Big Twelve series, I didn't really know what to expect because we've been playing really good series going into that, and it's definitely a completely different ball game when you get in your own conference. Um, just everyone is just so talented. You know, you don't know what, what's coming. You know, you do your inner squads and, you know, you, you, you watch these guys' videos that you're going to face and in, in person it's just a completely different ballgame. Yeah, you know, just to uh, kind of piggyback on AJ's question there for both of you guys, you know, what are, uh, what are some of the, your favorite places that you've, that you've played at uh, other, you know, you can't mention your own ballpark, but other ballparks that you've played in um, that are some of your favorite uh, in the Big 12 or, or really anywhere. Uh, Max, if you want to go ahead and start first. I'd have to start off with uh, Oak State. You know, that's a one-of-a-kind facility they got there. I was watching a YouTube video on their facility tour today, actually, which is pretty cool. And going there as a freshman and seeing how beautiful their facility is and how amazing everything's kept was amazing. And uh, another one had to be UT. You know, it's UT. Everyone knows about them. If you watch college sports or not, you know, they're a, they're a huge school, big name. And going there and seeing the crowd, the atmosphere, the, just everything about it was just awesome to see. Yeah, I literally, those are the two I was going to say. Uh, we're fortunate we get to go to both those places this year. So it's been really cool. You know, UT, it's uh, the stadium. You walk in, you're like, okay, this is pretty sweet. You know, the, the whole setup, it's uh it's got like a, a big league park like feel to it, and same thing with Oklahoma State. You know that place, ball flies there. You know it's awesome, a really good atmosphere. Um, yeah, the boat's really really cool spots to go play. Curtis, you have had both seasons where you were almost full time behind the plate, and then last year more of a DH than a catcher. Um, is your preparation? different when you know you're going to be more just offensively based going in as a DH or uh, is it you know you always have to be prepared to hop behind the plate at the moment's notice yeah so for me last year I had a back injury halfway through the year so it was more of a protection deal in terms of keeping me healthy you know actually be able to you know get out there and go play because I had that back injury about halfway through the year last year and you know DHing and catching you know I think the hardest thing about DHing is you're only hitting so that's all you have to worry about, which that sounds like a, cool, like a really cool thing. But at the same time, it's, you know, if you have a bad day at the plate, there's no other outlet. You know, you can't go out there and catch and go throw out a couple guys, you know, go, 
you know, win a game, ball game like that, you have to just focus on hitting. And for me, it's you, you can only lock in for so long too in terms of your preparation and whatever you're getting ready to go hit and everything. So like for me, it's always you know three guys ahead. That's where I'm getting ready to go hit in my mind. And you have to stay in that hourglass. You know, it's it's a lot different timetable than catching where you're engaged the entire game. So for me, that was really the biggest difference. Is, you know, finding ways to you know be more in tune with the game, especially when you're on the bench and you're only hitting. And uh, for me, that was really the biggest thing. Yeah, Max. You know, what are um, what are some of your personal goals for this year for yourself as far as development? You know, what what are you what are you looking to accomplish this year for yourself? Um, just take advantage of all the innings I'm you know blessed to receive. Um, get the walks down. You know, more strikeouts, more ground ball outs, and just be as efficient as I can be on the mound and do whatever I can to help the team win. Yeah, um, and this is for both y'all. I'll let Curtis go first. Um, if you could go back to yourself freshman year and give them a piece of advice, I know Max, it's only uh, you know, last year, but if you could go back to your freshman self and give them a piece of advice from what you know now, what would it be? Yeah, so I've been in college baseball. It's about to be my fifth year, so it's about to be my fifth opening day on Friday. And I think the biggest thing for me, I would tell my uh, my freshman self would be you know, enjoy the ride. Because, man, I'll tell you what, it goes by too quick, you know. Whether I look up, you know, I was 18, I look up, now I'm 23, and I'm about to play my last year of college baseball. So, for me, definitely just enjoy the ride and um, really just focus on things that you can control, you know. Um, that's in terms of yourself, you know, not worrying about too much of the outside noise and just focus on yourself. Yeah, I would – I have to agree with Curtis there. I mean – I, in the fall this year, I was itching to get back in season just because how valuable it is for me, you know, putting in all that work and you only have so long to do it. So for me, yeah, you got to value the time because one day you won't be able to, you know, get those bus rides with the guys anymore and, you know, enjoy this time with these people that you spend every day with. So, yeah, just value the time and take advantage of it and don't have any, you know, regrets. So, Curtis, uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, you've been behind the plate a lot, you know, DH some last year. Um, you know, a lot of the projections have you playing, you know, first base uh, this year. You know, what's – how's that transition been? Yeah, no, it's been good. You know, I've kind of been all over the place uh, recently, you know, catching, working at first base a little bit. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing for me, I think it's all about – I mean, first base, you know, it's, it's definitely different. But, I mean, you know, the worst thing that you can do is just knock the ball down. So that's really been like the coolest thing, especially as a catcher too. I'm used to you know just blocking baseballs, and I think for you know moving over to first base, you know I want to make the play, you know clean play. But the you know, last resort, I can always just knock the ball down with my chest. And that's really been the biggest thing for me. You know, been working on you know footwork and everything like that. But that's really been the you know it's really just good to know in the back of my head. Max, last year West Virginia had probably one of the more underrating pitching staffs um, across the country, especially y'all's bullpen. Y'all's bullpen was very solid. Um, what was the mindset of the guys in terms of you know, attacking the plate um, in such a competitive offensive conference to not be afraid to pound the zone and go right after these guys? Yeah, so at West Virginia, we're, um, we go off uh, have command of your fastball and throw your off speeds for strikes with aggression. You know, we're told that the first day we're on campus. And so just having that mentality – 
going into the game or the bullpen or the inner squad, whatever it is, having that mentality and just practicing and practicing it every day. For us guys, when we get in there, it's just human nature. You know, we're we're not trying to throw the ball, three balls off the plate to try to get a swing and miss at all times. We're trying to, you know, like I said, our motto, just attack the plate and don't be scared and let our defense do what they do best. Yeah, Max, you know, outside of uh, JJ, or maybe if you want to include him in this too, but, you know, who are the guys in fall practice, you know, or, or in preseason scrimmages that really had your number that are really just, you know, like just – taking you deep all the time or, you know, just who, who's the, who's that tough out? Yeah. I mean, JJ's obviously up there, you know, you can't discredit him with any, with any pitcher, you know, um, I'd have to go with Brody Cresser. He's a great AB, you know, he's super hard he's a transfer. He's very talented. You'll see a lot of them this year. Reed Chumley, another transfer, just super hard AB. The guy's just so talented and he's so his baseball IQ's through the roof. He just, he just knows, you know, he's beautiful to see. So those guys right there especially are just very talented and hard to get out. And, Curtis, we were kind of introduced last year to uh, Anthony Silva over there, who is you know, one of the toolsiest guys in the country. Um, and if it wasn't for guys like J.J., he'd be talked about in the you know Big 12 Player of the Year preseason kind of spot. Um what have you seen from him in terms of what he showed on campus last year and then what he's looking like this spring? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, Anthony's a hell of a player, really, really, really good teammate, um, awesome leader. You know, it was cool. You know, you don't really see a lot of true freshmen starting at shortstop, you know. So just going from there and then now today, just see his growth in terms of, you know, how he's become a leader on this club, um, how his defense has always it's been phenomenal, but he just keeps getting better and better every day offense you know he's one of the hardest workers i've ever been around so that's really been the biggest thing you know he's always in the cage just working on stuff and um, it's just great to have a guy like that on our, on our team yeah curtis we also saw uh you know cole klecker really announce himself at uh at omaha last year and um you know i mean he was really solid for you guys all year but man he really stepped up in, in omaha and um you know, what have you seen from him and his development this year? Yeah, another guy, um, you know, freshman starting on Friday. So, you know, in terms of that, a leadership role and, you know, understanding what exactly he needs to do to get right. And, you know, another one of the a great teammate as well. And for me, just see, like the way he goes about his business in terms of his work ethic. And then whenever you see him on the field, he just fills up the strike zone. Does a really nice job of mixing these pitches, and he's just filling it up. And he's another one of those guys that's a really just great player. Max, uh, who are some guys who, when you you know, it could be transfers, could be incoming freshmen, um, who from when they stepped on campus, basically in the fall, have just separated themselves. Um, you know that we might not know their names yet, but they're going to play big roles for the Mountaineers. Um, yeah, there's a, there's quite a few guys I can pick. Um, Skyler King, um, he's uh, most likely going to be an outfielder for us this year. He's uh, made a huge role. He's my class sophomore. Didn't get much opportunity last year, but he showed great promise for this upcoming season. Um, Logan Suave, our catcher this year, uh, he's my class as well, incoming our sophomore now. But um, he played behind our Dane Leonard last year. He was a solid catcher, and he's he's been nothing but amazing this fall. Um, gosh, there's so many. There really is. Ben Lumsden from UTA, just 
has a swing on him. Kyle West, uh, D2 transfer from Charleston, West Virginia. He can swing the bat harder than anybody I've ever seen. Guys like that. Um, Derek Clark, guy's amazing, crafty little lefty, and he just he fills up the zone. I'm super excited to see him throw. Those are a couple guys I could definitely pick out. Yeah, Curtis, I'm gonna you know ask you kind of a similar question what I asked Max earlier. You know, with who uh, who are the pitchers, man, that just have given you fits? Uh, you know, this, <laughs> this year, who's who's the one that you, man you just can't yeah. square up? Yeah, guys like you know Peyton Tolley, you know one of those guys I talked about earlier. You know, he can really hit, but he's also you know phenomenal on the bump. Um, we had a transfer in from Arkansas, him Zach Morris. I every time I hit off him, I'm like I have no idea how I'm even. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I'll see it, and I'll just swing, and it just – there's, like, a hole in my bat. So, you know, guys like that, I'm trying to think. You know, Ben Hampton from West Virginia, really, really good stuff. You know, awesome teammate. He's another one of those guys where literally throwing a shoebox anywhere on the plate. Um, another guy, Kyle Ayers, he throws – I call it jet piss, as in it's coming in really hot. Um, so, the guys like that, they're pretty good. Yeah, Max, I'll let you answer this one first, but it's for both you and Curtis. Um, your team's general identity, you know, when when West Virginia takes the field or when TCU takes the field, what is their identity going to be on the baseball field this year? I'd say just, you know, gritty and passionate. I feel like we're a team that not a lot of people like to talk about, and we love that, like I talked about earlier. You know, it just fuels us. So I, I just have to say gritty. I feel like we um, we work with what we have, and we show up, and we're going to give it our all. Yeah, so I think for, for our club this year, it's all going to be about, you know, of course, grit and just toughness and just and just competing our tails off, you know, whatever it is. Our core values at TCU are selfless excellence and energy. And if we bring those three things, you know, it's, that's the brand of baseball that we play, and it's going to be really tough to beat. Yeah, Curtis, you know, this year you guys are coming in with the top five, you know, ranking, uh, coming in with a lot of expectations uh, you know, after making an Omaha run last year. Um, which, I mean, not a lot of people had y'all make an Omaha la last year, but this year everybody expects y'all to be in Omaha again. It's really hard to go back-to-back. -back. I mean, it's hard to get there the first place to do it two years in a row. is exceptionally difficult. You know, how are you guys, uh, you know, kind of handling those expect expectations? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for us is, you know, kind of block out the outside noise and just worry about every day, day-to-day, -day, you know, what's important now in terms of, you know, what are we doing that day. So I think for me it's – you know, having just those like microscope goals and not worrying about so much the big picture and just taking care of each day because then that'll lead to, you know, whatever is at the end of the season. Yeah, Curtis, this one's, um, you know, more trained now that you have been around for several years and seen TCU and some of those heated rivalries with Texas, with Oklahoma, and just the ever-shifting landscape of, you know, divisions and conferences and, um those rivalries that you've gotten to be a part of, what's the importance of maintaining those no matter what conferences teams are playing? In? Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, those, they've been, you know, they're before me and they're going to be there, you know, way after me. So it's, I think it's very important. You know, it's definitely the culture of, you know, the big 12 and, you know, TCU in terms of with different teams, you know, it's always, you know, like Texas tech, it's always a big rival. You know, I mean, I think any, every team in the big 12 for, for us, it's a huge rival, but, you know, it's just having those those games that really makes it fun. And I think it's really, really cool that, you know, able to just do this just like that. 
All right, AJ, I got one more question. Do you have any more if you want to go ahead and ask another one? Yeah, I got one more question. This will be for Max. Um, with a, a school like West Virginia, you know, it seems to be almost not the polar opposite of TCU because y'all are both very good ball clubs. But with the the lack of media recognition, you know, maybe a little bit devaluing the recruiting classes, the transfer classes, um, kind of maybe the, even being viewed as like a have not in the Big Twelve. Yet y'all were still tied for first in the conference last year. Um, you know, more than locked up a postseason spot. What gives y'all just the inner motivation to go and know that you can do that again this year? Just like I said, the the gritty aspect that we take into practice every day, you know, Maze is a big believer in, you know, practice like you're going to play. I know that's that's spoken about a lot with a lot of teams, but we really take advantage of that. You know, we're, we're outside every day, 35, 40 degrees out, you know, because you never know what you're going to play in. So for us, it's like play, play, play. Doesn't matter what the weather's like. Doesn't matter if it's raining. You know, perfect out, whatever. We're gonna be out there giving it our all because you know you never know what the conditions are gonna be. And I feel like that helps with our mindsets going into you know conference games down south or wherever we're at. We know that we just have a you know something on our shoulder that's gonna carry us. You know, regardless of where we're at. All right, guys. Last question here. We'll get you guys out of here. Uh, who this one's for both of you guys. So, what are the big time series that you guys have circled on your calendar? I mean, I know the the first series, right? That's the most important one. That's the coach speak. But you know, let's uh, you know, let, let's be real here. You know, who who are the ones that you're really looking forward to uh, to playing and beating? Uh, Max, if you want to go first. Um, obviously not Big Twelve, but Pitt is a big team. You know, for us, big rival. Um, for them, but I have to go play in Oak State again. You know, I played uh, I played in Chatham this summer. I got a lot of buddies who uh, were on my team, so getting to see those guys and play against that competition will be awesome. So I'd have to go with those two teams. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, you know, I think all the Big 12 games, of course, um, all three awesome, really cool, just environment and games. But I mean, I think uh, we have UCLA's coming in. In two weeks, that'd be a really cool weekend series. Um, we play, let's see, ASU, I think Arizona and um, USC. So I mean, those would be a really cool series as well. So I mean, but you know, the most important one it's this weekend. So it's around Friday. So that's one we're worrying about right now. So that's that's the fifth year senior answer. <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, you know, good luck this season. We'll certainly be uh, rooting you on, and uh, you know, good luck. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for having us.